We're going to find out what was more flat, fireworks or the story. And we're going to dive into that as we talk about fireworks this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody. How you doing, bud? Oh, Chris. Just when I thought we were... <laughs> just when I thought we were out of the depths of the bad movies, we we come across this. And, you know, what, what happened? What happened to nominating nothing but bangers? We got, du- we got bubbled twice, Cody. We got <laughs> duped twice. Dude, I... I don't know, man. I don't know how I dodged all the negative reviews for this film. Because, like... I'm like, well, I've, I watched it, I'm like, I really didn't like that. So I ran over, you know, I checked the worst place to check a movie review on Earth, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh Rotten no. Tomatoes. Okay. No, Reddit is honestly starting to get, getting a little better, and it's kind of terrifying. I don't know if I like it. Um, the precursor. Or maybe maybe it's just all the other social medias are so bad that Reddit just has, there's, there's some honesty there, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's certified rotten, you know, Critics are just panning this movie, and I was like, okay, so I'm not like, mm-hmm. I'm not just wrong on this. Um, and of course, you know, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, spoilers ahead for Fireworks, guys. If you haven't yes. seen Fireworks, you can check it out on Netflix. Um, I do think it is right. worth a watch, and I don't think it's like a. I think it's a movie I could watch again, which might affect my ranking a little bit. Not too crazy, Mark. Um, but just because it, it is like, there are some parts that are cool to look at. Um, Music's pretty good, except for the songs. I like the, the the songs with singing in them. I really wasn't a fan of. Right. But... The, the the music was not great. Um, now now I, I li- think... now I watched the dub version, so I don't know if the songs were better in. I'm sure the Japanese songs were better than the English ones. Maybe there that's was a... very possible. Yeah, because I know a lot of these animated movies when they come to the West, they usually do a, a split soundtrack like Your Name did, Weathering with You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, and, not I, my and I agree with you. I agree with you. The movie wasn't bad. It was just a very... This was like baby's first romantic anime. It was very, very paint-by-numbers. It was very straightforward. But then I feel like it just kind of ends. Like, it starts out really, really strong. And then it just kind of... I almost feel like the team that made the first half of the movie was like, all right, we've, we, they pulled an episode eight on us for Star Wars. Like, hey, we teed you up. This is good. And then whoever did the second half of the film, it just was like, well, let's just fucking go way the hell out there and then just end the movie abruptly. Yeah. And yeah, well, we're going to get to the ending too as well. Um, but before we get to the ending, guys, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And welcome back once again to your favorite or not so favorite weekly anime podcast. And of course, Cody, I love talking anime and as far as you know we've got we got a little bit to unpack here um a little bit of news um but you know one thing i want to do cody because just because i'm itching to just talk about it um have you been enjoying anything in anime any you've been watching anything that's not like required viewing for the podcast or doing anything anime related chris is there an answer that i'm supposed to have for this question that i'm just no no not at all not at all yeah, I, I have an answer that I have. You had me scared to death. Thing. I was like, "What did I forget? Oh no!" <laughs> um, no, I I finished up Ozark, um, mm-hmm. the most recent season of Ozark, um, mm-hmm. and that so that's been really my my go to outside of the show. 
outside of like our podcast. Um, usually I'll, I'll rewatch a little bit of Naruto. I'm, I've been doing that kind of on and off. Um, but really, playoff hockey is in full swing, so that's kind of been oh, taken. Yeah. Most of my nights is just come home, play some games for a little bit, and watch hockey till I fall asleep. Gotcha. Hockey is, if I know how you play games, you've got your phone in one hand, a tablet on another, a controller oh, yeah. in one hand. You've got the PlayStation Five controller doing your feet. So oh yeah, you're really, just doing all your things at once. Yeah, Chris. I, now, now, anime gotcha games. Okay, I'm I got you on that. One. Like, no, no pun intended <laughs> here. Um, got the Jujutsu Kaisen one on the way. Pretty stoked about that. Oh. My hero, uh, every ultimate hero, whatever they call this game that I'm playing. Uh, my my team is looking stacked, looking crispy. Oh, yeah. Um, but Chris, you clearly have something much more important, <laughs> much more fun, maybe more uh, podcast related. So, what have you been watching outside of? No, not uh, at all. Speaking, speaking, speaking of anime gotcha games, Cody, I know I, I keep getting ads for a, a Nino Kune one that's coming out. Oh, which yeah. Let me put that on my list real quick. Hold on. Yeah, and of course, you know, I'm a big fan of the Nino Kuni games. It's basically like playing a G. I mean, it's fucking. It, you're literally playing a Ghibli movie. So I, I did enjoy both of those games. Um, but Cody, what I was, you know, I, I definitely have something I want to talk about. Um, I took the plunge and I have started reading Berserk. Oh yeah, I forgot you told me about this. Yes. How, how is yeah, that going? I, it looks like you had uh, like a. It looks like a Bible that you have on your desk. Yeah, so right? I, I, I've been so the the one the one you want to read. I, I from what I understand, the ones you want to get, just go ahead and get the deluxe versions, where basically each of those big deluxe leather bound volumes is three volumes a piece of the the manga, and it's like large. For, I'm an old man with old man eyes, so having this like large format book um really makes the art pop it's super easy to read because everything is bigger than if i was reading like a normal like paperback manga um so i'm diving in and you know i'm i'm not a berserk novice i berserk 97 was a staple of my early 20s anime diet um like that was up there because it actually made, made me remember i remember when the dvds were released I bought Volume 1, and I don't know if you remember back then, when you bought Volume 1 of a series at, like, a Suncoast or, like, a Sam Goody or, like, a, you know, a store where you could buy DVDs, a Best Buy even, the first volume came with the box set box that the rest of it was empty, and as the volumes would be released, you could put them in that box. Do you ever remember anything like that, or, or, am, I, or am I a little too old for this? Maybe I just wasn't into manga as much, like as early. No, no, this, this is for the, this is for the anime. This is for like anime. Oh, this is like, for the anime. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah, imagining like, like the, the cardboard box that went on the outside of like anime or uh, manga. Well, it, it was well, it was like that, but for DVD box sets, right? Before it was just like one clamshell with like nine discs in it. You used to get a box like a cardboard box where you would slide like six DVDs in, and Berserk '97, which was like the first Berserk anime that came out, at least as far as I know. I, you, when you bought the first DVD, it came packaged in a box set box, and it just had like a big foam insert to keep it from crumbling. And as the new, as the second, third, fourth, I won't say it was six DVDs, as they were released, they just fit right into the box. So that's awesome. That's actually kind of cool. And like, yeah, they, they they did that a lot with anime. Definitely back takes in the you day, back, back now. Early 2000s. Now we don't even buy DVDs anymore. It's kind of tragic, Chris. 
Exactly, exactly. But I said all that to say this. I'm not a Berserk novice, but my only exposure to Berserk has always just been the golden the golden age arc, which is that's what you always see when people talk about guts and Griffith and Judo and like all these and Casca, like all these characters that are kind of that are that are the show's about. And even on Netflix, they've got the three movies that are the golden arc, the golden age arc, which I definitely want to nominate on this podcast because they're excellent. Um, but again, I'm, I'm kind of rambling on, but you know, there's a lot more to the story that I've always wanted to experience. And I've often heard the best way to experience Berserk is to read it. And Cody, it's hard to believe, but it's just been a little over a year since, uh, uh, the creator died. I mean, it's been just slightly over a year. Um, I want to say it's been about a year and a week since, uh, I, I'm so sorry. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head because I'm just rambling on about berserk and but this is this is my tribute right because i'm falling in love with the things that i don't know about the show already i'm loving you know getting into the black swordsman arc because i mean in berserk 97 you just got a little snippet like the first episode was the black swordsman arc then they immediately just go ahead and thrust you back into the golden age um well there's a lot more of that before it takes you back to the golden age and then there's a bunch of arcs afterwards that bring you back to the present. So I am super, super stoked to dive in. I've been reading a little bit every night, trying to make the most of these volumes. There's apparently le- a le- there's currently 10 of those big leather-bound volumes with the 11th one coming out in July, which from what I understand, that's going to also have the final chapter of Berserk in it. Like, I mean, it's it's done. And that should there that's gonna include that, but again, I don't know because I'm still I'm a berserk manga novice, but as far as the, the setting and the story, I'm just I'm just really, really hyped to dive in. I've been really enjoying it. Like I've been cutting off the TV, like I don't want to watch anything. I wanna just fucking immerse myself in this world, and that's what I've been doing. So been really enjoying it. That's awesome. And just before we jump too far ahead, it is Kentaro Mira, I believe. Yeah. Mira? Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Very hard yeah, it was just, just exactly. And it was just slightly over a year ago that he passed away. So yeah, yeah. It looks like wow. th- these the the Lux volumes you have are are definitely fairly new. There's like recent reviews from like a month ago of like the ninth and the tenth edition. So these are like hot off the press. Um, yeah, the tenth one just came out like last month or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's like the most recent review I see here. Um, yep. They look sweet. I love the yeah, I love the look awesome. of them. Um, and they're, they're, I mean, they're good. They're going to look great on my bookshelf when I have all the volumes. And like I said, I, that's honestly big format like that is how I want to read it because the art is very dark. So having to like, I don't have to squint in a paperback. It's just like right fucking there. And I'm just, I feel like just opening the book, I'm immersed in what's happening. So it's really, really cool. That's awesome, man. Glad to see you're enjoying some manga. Um, but Chris, now. Now we got to bring it around to some bad news that I just read, Chris. Um, oh no! Oh no! <sighs> Seven deadly sins. Oh no! I know that the, the, the new four series nights, is like uh, the four nights of the apocalypse manga gets a TV anime. Uh, uh, I guess we gotta. When when the time comes, I guess we gotta. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I wanna, but we gotta. It doesn't look like. It doesn't look like there's anything yet. Was it a film? It's a movie. I can. Oh, 
That'd be better. If it's a movie, that's at least digestible. Might be just be a movie. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that would be tremendous. Could be wrong. As the franchise's upcoming two-part anime film project will feature a new original story and will center on Meliodas' son Tristan, the film project will premiere this year. Okay. Okay. I, if it's a movie, I'm okay with it. Because at least we can watch it once and then wash our hands of it. But who yeah. knows? I'm ready to be proven wrong. Maybe it's great. Maybe they really turn that ship around. They're like, you know what? We got a fresh start here. Let's do this right. Yeah, maybe. I doubt it, but you know, maybe <laughs> we'll keep our hopes our hopes up just a little bit. Um, and then speaking of movies, of course, you mentioned before we started the podcast, uh, just another like confirmation that the Dragon Ball Super superhero film will be um, premiering worldwide this summer. Yes. To yeah. yeah. Yep. Because I know it was delayed indefinitely due to them uh, Toei being hacked, but they've just they haven't released an exact date. But they've said it's releasing globally this summer, which is fucking awesome. That 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 at least gives me like a three month window to know when I that I can go see it, and I definitely plan on seeing that when it comes out for sure. Oh yeah, that that that's a snap. That's a that's yeah. a first day I'm going probably. That's um, right. I think that that's a take a half day of work and get shit faced at the bar <laughs> before I go see that. Yep. Um. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying speaking to think of it. shit faced. Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't know about you. Speaking of shit-faced, I am parched and I am dying to crack open these beers because it has been a day. So, Cody, while, while you're sifting through, you know, finding any additional news that the, you know that the uh, that the people need to know, oh, I Chris, gotta know. Chris, you distract me. I close my tab. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, oh, I need to know what you're drinking. All right, Chris, no crack this time. So you're gonna have to carry the weight there. Um, I will give you a little, a little ice. A little, um, a little jiggle. Okay, Chris, I, this margarita kick just doesn't go away. You know, Cinco de Mayo is pretty much like a month, two-month-long holiday, in, in my opinion. Um, Dude, what better to drink during the summertime than margaritas? Well, and that's the thing. See, I was looking for uh, summer shandies, actually, which obviously, you know, shout-out to our boys over at the Hoppy Boys. Um, yeah. I was looking for summer shandy, and they were all out at – I went. I just went to Walmart after work. and they were, go to they your were, old pal Fryer Tuck? Nah, nah, it's it's too far of a drive. You know, you gotta go all the way down Highway K. It's a mess. There's a thousand lights. It's bad. Oh, um, fuck that. I went to the Walmart up the street, and they didn't have summer shandy. So I was like, all right, I don't really. I'm not. In the, I don't know about summer, but summer, I just don't want to have a beer unless like the grill's going or you know, you got fireworks. I, I don't know. That. It's just maybe just too heavy, especially because it's like 90 out right now here where I'm at. 93 right now. That, that high plains humidity out there. Yeah, you crack a beer and it's pretty much like room temperature by the time you you, you take a swig of it. <laughs> but I went with the pineapple coconut Jose Cuervo pre-made margarita. And nice. at first I didn't like it. Now it's starting to grow on me, Chris. This actually tastes pretty damn nice. Very refreshing. Um, like you said, long day at work, hot day. Uh, you know, this, this is hitting the spot. So this is what I'm drinking today, a... Pineapple coconut margarita, which sounds you way got fa- the glass. Yeah, it sounds way fancier than it is, though. <laughs> like I'm drinking it out of a plastic cup. The condensation cup. is dripping. You take the take the forearm, slowly wipe the your brow. That's right. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's what I'm having. What about you, Chris? You got some brews there. What do you have? Oh, I do. Oh, good crack. Mm, that's that. a good one. 
Well, Cody, I am uh, definitely going down the IPA road today. Uh, I finally found, you know, I love IPAs, but the problem is they give me heartburn. It's like a motherfucker. So there's a, a lighter version of one of my all-time favorite IPAs. Bell's Too Hearted is the name of what I think is probably the best pound-for-pound pound American IPA that you can buy. Um, well, they have one called Light Hearted, which is a lower calorie, like light, basically like the, their their session IPA. But what I like about it, Cody, is it, it's still the same like Centennial hop flavor and aroma. But for some reason, this does not give me heartburn. And that's a win right there, Chris. Absolutely, it is. Um, and Bell's, of course, out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, their canning and bottling is done over in Comstock, which I think is like 45 minutes away from Kalamazoo. 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, but Bell's is an awesome, awesome brewery. Um, I've actually had a chance to hang out at their brewery. Um, you know, when I was married before, my ex-wife actually from Michigan, Kalamazoo specifically. So I got a chance to drink from the drink the nectar right from the source. Um, but Bell's is awesome. They do a fantastic amber ale. Their lager is out of this world. Uh, again, two-hearted, probably pound for pound the best IPA. You can wrap your fucking lips around the, um, their Hop Slam, which is one of their seasonal double IPAs. Not as sought after anymore as it used to be, but Cody, that used to be a beer that the fucking nerds would follow the beer trucks around for the deliveries just to buy cases of it. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. hot off the press, <laughs> Yeah, Bell's does not fuck around. They they have a Java Stout that is just out of this fucking world too. So great brewery, and I'm gonna I'm about to stone cold. I got two cans in front of me. I'm about <laughs> to stone cold Steve Austin this shit because it has been a day. All right, while well, you're enjoying that, Chris, of course, once again, just a reminder, guys, we are going to be talking about the 2017 uh, Shaft Anime Fireworks today on Shonen and Suds. This is episode 94, oh, sure, Chris. Ninety-four, Chris. Can you believe it? We're almost to hundo. We're almost to number hundy. Yeah, this is a wild ride we've been on. And uh, speaking of wild rides, we're going to go on one here. We got some time traveling. We got some Groundhog Day shit going on. We got the weakest romance in anime history. And then we just have a movie that just kind of ends. Um, and again, um, you know, real quick tale of the tape here. Uh, movie was released in August of 2017. You know, about an hour, a clean hour and a half movie. Um, but it actually performed very well the year it was released. It was one of the highest grossing anime movies of 2017. Um, and it has some pedigree behind it, right, Cody? Like the, one of the pro the producer of uh, or one of the producers is the guy that did Your Name, correct? Yeah, but I'm I'm starting to think they just slapped his name like on it just because well, he gave like, him like an executive producer credit where he just he yeah. didn't really do anything. But there there's like yeah, we, well you know it's like it's like slapping like Stephen King's name on something. Yeah, they just they showed him two slides and they're like, which one do you like better? And he's like, I like the left one better. And they're like, okay, well here's your money for and we're gonna put you on the on on the credits. We're gonna do everything. We're gonna do a poster just the way you like it. It'll be great. Um. Yeah. Uh. Please continue. Continue. Well, and as far you know, obviously this is you know a a romance. You know, I don't want to. I wouldn't really know if I'd call it a romantic comedy, but there are some comedic you know beats to it. But of all of the romantic animes I've seen, this is definitely the safest. That this felt very 
paint by numbers. Um, you know, you've got your, you know, your kid, your high school kids, you've got your group of friends. Um, there's a girl who there's a or not necessarily the girl, but there's a character um, who is kind of, you know, reserved, keeps to themselves kind of. I don't want to use the word outcast, but very much have that kind of fringe kind of personality where they don't really talk to anybody. They're just like, you know, they're at school going through the motions, right? Yeah, very, um, very similar. It reminded me of the girl from Erased before, like, the guys got to know her. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great comparison. And, you know, there's always that. But, like, then, then it just, you know, they introduced this Groundhog's Day, this kind of time-traveling, correct your mistake. Not necessarily correct your mistakes, but... And, and that, I think that's where I kind of started having a problem with it. I like, I like when they do these little Groundhog Day type scenarios when there's some stakes involved. Some, you know, you're correcting a mistake. Um, whereas this, they're really hanging up on like one choice. And the first time that it happens, it's very well done because of. There's like a, a a line where she's like, "Well, if you'd have won the race, I'd have asked you out." And that you're like, "Okay, well, cool." So he's gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get our first time jump where we're gonna go back in time, and our main, our main character here, uh, Nor Norimichi, is actually gonna win the little swimming race that they have. Um, and we'll do dive into that a little bit more. But then after that, like things just become so grossly different, and it just kind of snowballs from there. It like the the time jumping just loses a lot of its shine and you get to a point where you're just kind of ready for the movie to end and but then it does and you're just like well wait a minute i uh, you, I, I guess i get what i asked for right yeah so that's exactly how i felt about the ending like it was like okay how are they gonna make this matter or any of this like make me feel anything about this film and then it's just like don't we're gonna have it end that's how yeah they say how about fuck that it's over <laughs> Um. Yeah, just an interesting one. I I I don't hate. I do hate groundhog type movies. Um, um this they're one is good just. When they're done right. Yeah, they are good when they're done right, and even like some TV shows have done it fairly decently. Um, this one just there. There's just no substance to these characters, man. That's that, that's the problem too. The characters are about as flat as the fireworks that they're talking about. Um, because you've got this really cool group of friends. They're all, you know, you like to think that they're all diverse, but they're all practically the same fucking character because they decide to not develop any of them. And they just argue over whether fireworks are flat or round. Like, that is oh. literally the crux of their friendship in this movie. It's just they're all, like, bantering about whether fireworks are flat or round. And what pisses me off is, like, the opinions of the people change almost every time they go back in time or they do their little time jump timeline jump and it's like all right like there's got like, there's got to be more to these kids than this well there's the one uh Junpei who is all about teacher's titties which is fine Yo. you know i am okay with that kind Legendary of answer because <laughs> that is he's the best character in the movie because you know what little bit of screen time and dialogue he has it's spent with like the first time you see him he's fucking skateboarding then after that, he's just all about teacher's titties. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard to blame him, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I, I guess we'll go ahead and just pick up, you know, where the, where the movie picks up. Like, we, we really get, 
one thing I do like about this movie is they do introduce mm-hmm. us to the characters, and it's very easy to understand. This is Nazuna, this is Noramichi, this is Yusuke. Like, yeah, they I'll, say their I'll name. They say their names a couple times at the beginning to like mm-hmm. kind of get their names in our heads, so we don't. You know, it's not like Goku where we know him. We these are new characters, right? Mm-hmm. But then they don't Absolutely. tell us anything about any of these characters. Like they just go to school, they stare at the teacher's tits for a second. They're like, "All right, la di da di da, go to class." And you see this girl who's like clearly the like outcast. I don't mean outcast in like a mean way or anything. She's just like mm-hmm. the, she just has some some mystery to her. Um, and you can tell some right. of the boys are kind of hot for her, but. They get distracted by it. Junpei and a couple of the other kids are talking about, you know, this firework festival that's coming up that night and whether or not fireworks are round or flat. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. And then, then, like, that, I mean, again, that's just kind of the crux of everything in their friendship. But then um, you you do get a little bit of character development from um, Nazuna because I want to say like right off the bat, the first thing that happens is she gives uh, on the first and then when we're in class, she actually gives a note to the teacher that's from her parents, basically informing the teacher that they're that her family's moving, um, yeah. because her her mom is remarried or getting remarried, has a new boyfriend, and they're moving, I guess, due to his work. Um, which I mean, that's a classic like. Even in like Western cinema and anything like that's a classic. Like, mom's getting remarried or dad's getting remarried, and they're moving away from everything that they know. And most that's just a classic trope where kids are resentful of that. I know when I was a kid, I mean, I I, I can relate to that so much because that's exactly what happened in my family, and we moved. Now, in hindsight, I wish I could. Go, I wish I had my own little fucking glass marble to throw to tell young Krista, like. Don't push back. Fucking embrace it. Move it. Be be happy that your family has the chance to move to Okinawa, even though we never we never even made it there because the orders got changed like at the last minute. Military uh, situation. Yeah. I, I, I figured when I, you said Okinawa, I was like, whoa, Okinawa. Yeah, I would have. Hindsight, I would have loved to have lived there for a little bit, or just like, or if we're gonna move out, you know what I mean? But you know, things happen for a reason. You know, you start talking timelines, divergent points, but still. Um, most kids are like, I don't want to move because when you're a kid, comfort is king, right? You've got Absolutely. friends, you've got school, you've got your routine. And I think, and that just, you know, exacerbates itself the older you get. Like you have your friends, you have your, when you get older, you have your, your watering hole, you have your routine, the grocery store that you like with the good produce, the gas station with the good ice. You know what I mean? Like you've got, you know what you're looking for. Um, so this is a super relatable thing. And this was probably my favorite part of the movie. The fact that that is her story. Now, Chris, let me, let me, like the catalyst for everything. Now, else. let me stop you there, Chris, because you just told us more about your life than this, than this entire cast told us about their, or this entire crew told us about this cast of this movie. Um, yeah. And sure. it, it took you about 30 seconds there. Um, which shows that it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. You should, Chris. You, God damn it, Chris! You should be writing anime. Damn it! <laughs> you know what? Look, listen. Sign me up. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and have uh, get me in contact with Viz Media, please. I got you. Got you. All right. Chop, 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 I'll, chop. I'll have my people call your people. Huh. Right, spare no expense. But yeah, we also find out that Nazna's uh, father basically passed away. We don't really find out how, but hear that he died after when it, or 
her parents got divorced. Um, yeah, well, there, there's like her mom's been married like three times. Like the first family, like her mom was married once. Then like the sec, her mom's second husband was like her dad or something like that. Because I know, I know they talk about that while they're on the train. Um, and, and then again, this is where the, like the, the the movie's just kind of out there on the second half because they spend the second half of this movie on this fucking train being pursued yeah. by their friends and uh, Nazuma's parents. But where this all kind of comes to, where this all kind of starts, Cody, is um, Yusuke and um, Norimichi are having a, a little sw- a little swim race. And basically, um, I want to say if um, they, they basically date on, or they, they bet on, if I win, I'm going to tell um, Nazuna how I feel, how I actually feel about her. Yeah. Um, so, but she's not, she's hanging out at the pool as well. When she sees them start to race, she comes around and she's like, oh, hey, can I join in? Uh, doing a 50 meter race? Let's go. So. Now, Chris, before gets, we, before we get to the race, uh, we do have to talk about uh, Yusuke's absolutely A1 character background. And that is every time he sees a pretty girl, he has to take a shit. That is <laughs> just peak. <laughs> that is the only thing I know about this guy other than he's friends with Norimichi. He's like. Like every time he sees a girl, he's got to drop a deuce. So shout out to you, Scott. Smart fella. That's right. That's right. I love it. <laughs> I get like I get like that sometimes. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes you, you know, you, you get excited about Chili's two for one, and you got to go drop a deuce there. Which, by the way, Cody, quick tangent. Um, Friday. That's exactly what's happening next week. We are we are two for wanting it up almost immediately. That's right. For those of you guys that don't know, we, me and Chris are reuniting in Orlando this weekend. So. Right, it's happening almost immediately. It may even happen Thursday night, depending on what time your flight lands. But yeah. well, that's a that's a conversation post podcast. But yeah, back to the race. Back, back to the yeah, back to the race. Exactly, the wacky races here. So they uh, they all three they agree to the race. They dive in, and she just takes off. She's super super fast. Um, and what happens is when they get to the end of the pool, when they kick off to flip and go back, um, Nor- uh, uh, Norimichi like hits his foot on the on the pool and like cuts up his 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 ankle. You ever had a dry ankle hit like concrete or get shredded in a pool? It's not comfortable. Yeah, I, I um, felt his pain when he hit it. I was like, I've hit my ankle yeah. in that exact same spot and it is not a fun. Oh, it one. hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. So basically he gets hung up on the other end of the pool but sees this glass marble that falls into the pool that I guess that um Nazuna had. So she went, speaking of which, Nizuna wins and Yusuke comes in second. So she's out of the pool and she starts spraying Yusuke with water and she basically asks him because uh, the big the big thing happening in this movie is that there's the, the what the Mochi Firework Festival or the firework display is happening. Yeah. Um so she asks Yusuke, Well, are you are you planning to see the fireworks? Well, we should go together. And Yusuke is like all about it. And he's just like when Norimichi comes to the other side of the pool, like Yusuke's kind of like noodling out in the water just like kind of like excited but also mentioned that he had to take a shit um afterwards (laughs) but um so from there i want to say basically they then all the all the 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 boys decide that well let's go check it out from this lighthouse we're going to go check out the fireworks together yeah because if you see fireworks from an angle then you'll be able to tell if they're flat right right because they're they're this whole goddamn time after this this is where we get into the argument where like fireworks are round not flat and they're like no they're flat and the nerdy kid in the group's like oh they're they're come they come from gunpowder they expand they explode in a circle so 
And then, of course, while they're in the classroom talking, uh, Nazuna comes in, you know, is eyeballing Yusuke, but he's not paying her any mind. So she's, she said that she'll meet him at his house at five. Oh, yeah. And then we see go. we see her back at her place. She's basically like packing a suitcase. She's not packing like a a purse or anything. She's like no. ready to run away from home essentially. Um, and, and you feel bad because new stepdad is really trying to be nice and you know like typical like and i feel bad you know shout out to any step parents out there you you've got an uphill battle like mm-hmm. it's hard because you 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 know you're not their father slash mother you, you're not trying to be that you're just trying to like let them know that you care and you're just trying to like you don't have to like me you just have to accept me but just know that i've got your back kind of, i mean that's Ideally, there's some shitty step parents out there too, but that's like you know he he's making this like gesture. He's like, hey, I got some candy. Would you like some? You know, but it's it's like cupcakes. So she just grabs one and she's like super cold to him. But he's like, you know, hey, I get it. It's it's fine. So yeah, he took it like a champ. Again, <laughs> he did. He definitely took it like a champ. So like, you know, hopefully I'll never have to go. You know, hopefully I'll never have to deal with that kind of situation. Um, I'd rather have a kid that hates me as their father than have to be a stepdad. <laughs> That's that's fair, but yeah, our boy Noromichi, when he comes home, um, to kind of like get ready for the festival later on. Oh boy, Yusuke's just fucking there. Yusuke's there, just fucking playing some games, vibing out. He's got just up on the sticks, man, just up on the fucking sticks, like he owns the joint and sipping on sipping on some fucking weak old drink that's been sitting in his house. Yeah, just just making himself at home, and he and he doesn't really care to go to the firework festival, um. And he basically, yeah. he pretty much just bails on, on Nazuna's plans. Because um, Nazuna was yeah. heading over to, I want to say it's like the, the hospital that he his parents work at that he was t- yeah, supposed to meet I, her at. Yeah, and I don't know if that's like he lives, like his dad runs a clinic and they just like live there too. But um, but I know Noromichi uh, goes there to get his ankle checked out because uh, Yusuke is like, hey, you should probably go, go to a doctor for that. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, which um, at, at this point, Chris, I thought he was setting our boy up. I thought Yusuke was like, I did too. I did. I was too. like, he knows. Was like, he knows. I was like, he knows Noromichi likes Nazuna. Also, he he's like, he's like, this is him bowing out of the race. He's letting him have the girl. And I'm like, right. And that's what. what and that's what I initially thought, dude. I was like, what a homie. Just absolutely yeah, that, with the assist, <laughs> the layup, the alley oop, whatever you want to call that it. That is fucking John Stockton to Carl Malone. <laughs> fucking automatic. And then, unfortunately, Irving, magic, magic to Kareem, Kobe to Shaq. Call it what you want. Unfortunately, that ain't the case. Yeah, unfortunately, it turns into this shitty time travel movie. But yeah. up until that point, I was super excited. Um, yeah. So he gets to the doctor. Uh, of course, uh, Yusuke's dad's just kind of a shithead. He's just like, oh, I wish Yusuke would stop fucking around with his friends and work on his studies. That's why we should have sent him to private school. And Mishi's like, all right. Huh. Can you just fix Check my out. foot, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'm not here for that. He, meanwhile, like Dad's wasting his time putting, like doing old fucking doctor putts, you know, into the, with his little golf club. But then he goes back out to the waiting room because the nurse is like, "Oh, you know, hey, wait out in the waiting room. We'll get your medicine together." And that's where Nazuna is, and they're sitting there, kind of apart from each other. And uh, uh, Noromichi says, hey, "If you're wait, if you're waiting for Yusuke, he's not going to show up." And so she just kind of gets up, grabs her shit, and goes. But Noromichi goes after her. And 
they they kind of start they kind of talk a little bit but that's when this whole thing starts where it's like you know i was kind of hoping you were going to win the race and then she's like well what happened she's like he was and he was just like well you were too fast i got caught off guard or something like that i was distracted by how fast you were or something like that and then like i want to say she asked him like well if you'd have won the race would you have bailed on me too like again like really good like conversation but then like something happens and like her mom shows up yeah, and mama, she's like what the oh. mama dukes i guess they were moving that day like the day she turned yes. in the note to the teacher we're moving that as soon as school's out um That's fucking quick and of course mom drags her off and she's mad at her and you can hear her, she's like yelling help me like nazana's yelling to normichi like saying help me help me all this stuff and, yeah, and uh, she drops I think, her suitcase, and that's where like the glass marble. No, he's because no, no, the no, she gets the glass marble back after the after the race at the pool, and the glass marble is inside of her suitcase when her suitcase falls and yeah. opens up, and all her shit falls out. Yeah, mom doesn't even want to stick around to pick up the uh, pick up the suitcase, just leaving all of her stuff there. Um, and so our boy Normichi just throws this this marble. Oh. All well, not quite yet because what happens oh. first is uh he starts to go after her and then but then like the friends show up and he's pissed at yusuke for blowing her off because none of this would have happened That's if yusuke right. would not have blown her off so he just fucking hits him with the old roman reigns superman punch <laughs> i forgot about that one yeah and that's when, and that's when he kind of gets the idea with the marble and then, like just things start to happen in his head when he's like well, what if he's like what if i would have won the race what if I would have won the race? And that's when he throws the marble. And then, like, we kind of get some back in time, and then I think we just pop right back up to the swimming pool. Yeah, and this time, uh, Normichi wins, and Nazana asks him out. Um, and what I noticed, too, she was a lot more bubbly. I think she likes him, too. Because, like, when she asked Yusuke, she was very stoic, very like, hey, you want to go together? But when she asked, like, when Normichi won, she's, like, super bubbly, like, hey, let's go out together. And then, like, when it cuts to the scene where, like, she's riding her bike home uh, from after the swim meet, she, like, the first time she was just riding normal after she asked Yusuke, but this time she's, like, swerving, kicking her leg, you know, just, like, just a lot more jovial and having a good time with it. Yeah. 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 Def you're definitely right about that. Um yeah, so of course Normichi heads back to his place. Um, Yusuke's still Yusuke there. Yusuke pops up afterwards. It's like, God damn it, dude. This yeah. old, my man's fucking cock block extraordinaire. Yeah, here I thought he was ready to set our boy up on the you know, nope. first go around. And then he's like bailing on. He's ghosting the girl. He's cock blocking our boy. Uh -huh. Like, come on, bro. You had nope. potential to be the greatest wingman of all time. You're, you are throwing right now. Um, he went from goose to iceman real fucking quick, didn't he? Yeah, and so Normichi basically he like sneaks out and rides his bike away with Nazana. Um, yeah, because now he's got he's got to do that thing that now he's got to make the choice, Cody. He's got to make the ho the bros before hoes choice. <laughs> and uh, you know when you're a kid, that's a hard one to make until you actually like kiss a girl for the first time. Then Cody, it becomes the easiest choice you'll ever make because Cody, you'll do whatever for the pussy. <laughs> If you go, Cody, if you look through the history books, the annals of time, everything has happened for pussy. <laughs> Chris, Wars as long, were Chris, fought. As long as Lands it, were conquered. As long as you remember, Chris, the Saturdays are still for the boys. Right, right. This, this is go. on a weekday, so they're definitely fine. Yeah, Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah, this was a school night. Is... <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
That's what I'm saying, man. So, like, he learns real quick where his fucking loyalties are because, you know, he's a kid going through puberty. Oh, so, you know, he's got he's got that classic, uh, that, that classic, um, you know, male plight of having, you know, two heads but only enough blood to think with one of them at a time. <laughs> yep. And so they basically make their way to this train, um, which mm-hmm. I, I think heads to the lighthouse that they all wanted to go to. Although some of the yep. kids are walking, and you know her her parents are looking for her, they like roll by her on the bike, I think. Um, but while they're doing this, she's kind of talking about like wanting to run away, like you know what kind of job yeah. she could work, like oh, if they man, ran away to Tokyo. Yeah, and this gets kind of creepy and kind of like... Yeah, she's like, like I could oh, work in a club or a 16. bar, or like, I could... Yeah, but I could pass for 16, and I'm like, all right, now we're getting... You know, we're going from, like, an innocent, youthful lo- youthful love story to, like, uh, I, you're just desperate to leave. You'll do whatever it fucking takes, and that's, you know, that's, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, but I want to say the train ride gets interrupted because her parents see them on the train, like, driving by. Um, well, no, they, they, um, I'm trying to remember which train ride comes first. Well, they're at the station getting ready to board the train and all oh, the fucking boyfriend pop right. up and they're like, so, and obviously Nor, uh, Noramichi freezes up, but old fucking, old fucking stepdad takes a fucking swing at him. Yeah. He, he fucking hits this little kid. Just rocks like, his ass. <laughs> Dude, you're a shit. What a shitty. I was like, man, just hit a kid. I was like, is that okay over there? Like, what did Noramichi even do? He's just riding his bike with a girl in the nothing, back. <laughs> like, nothing! He didn't do he's getting, shit! Just fucking cold cocked by a grown-ass man. He got a fucking... He got a fucking sucker punch. Stepdad's a sucker punching little bitch, is all I know, Cody. Yeah, I don't even remember well, how we get to the next timeline, because I'm pretty sure our boy Noramichi's out cold. But <laughs> Well, yeah, well, he wakes up, and I want to say he tries to... After he wakes up, that's when he's like, well, what if we board the train earlier? What if we get to the train earlier and board the train earlier? And that's when he throws the fucking marble. And, oh, and, and we, we do see fireworks at this point, and I think they are flat the first time. Yeah, I think, yes, I, I think we actually do. And they're like horizontal or something like that. So, yeah, which, I, I mean, know. if you've ever seen fireworks, this will happen in a fireworks show where, like, one will, like, I don't, I don't know how it all works, but some of them will do that. Like... You'll see them all like blowing up in front of you, like like almost like flower petal kind of style, right? And then you'll mm-hmm. see one that comes out like uh, like a almost like a ring of Saturn or something like that, where it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just facing the wrong way, but I I, I can I've seen fireworks explode like that. I, I've never cared to go. Was that round or flat? But like I was gonna say, Cody. Now we now we're, we're I definitely didn't didn't ask that question and then continue to make a movie about it. But you know, no, not once. Yeah, I think is he does he throw it off of the tower that they climb up to watch the fireworks? He does something with the ball. Or he uh, makes his not wish. Qu- not quite yet. That's not until the third jump because oh, that's now the third they, jump. They, How they, dare the, I? Yeah, because now they board the train and they're able to get on the train. Well, this time, so they're kind of in the same situation. Dad and stepmom show up. Oh, dad tries to go for the sucker punch. Nor Noramichi ducks it, and dad fucking tumbles down the the, the platform stairs. They get on the train and they're gone. Um, I want to say this is where they run into like Yusuke and friends um, or before they get on the train. Oh, no, they go to the next station. They get away and go to the next station to get the train. Yep. And on their way there, that's when they run 
into Yusuke, and Yusuke sees fucking him with the uh, uh, Nizuna, and he's just getting heated because Yusuke likes her, even though he was ready to fucking blow her off almost immediately. So they board the train there, and now Yusuke and the gang are chasing the train on foot and somehow managing to keep up. And uh, mom and stepdad are on the highway in the car keeping pace with the train. So every, the whole gang is in hot pursuit here. And Yeah, these kids are running at like at, 35 miles per hour at least. That's what, they're <laughs> fucking like a, like a cheetah. <laughs> Jesus. And then they, I want to say, this is when they get to the lighthouse afterwards, and... Nazuna and um, Normoichi go up to the top, and the kids are chasing them up to the top. And then that's when they have the the other time jump from the top of the tower. And then this is where like they create their own bubble. And I'm like, okay, wait a goddamn minute. But also, too, not to shortchange the the interactions on the train because we have all sorts of musical numbers. Things start to get whimsical. You kind of have these like Alice in Wonderland style moments. Um, again, the movie just takes off hard left turn into what the fucksville yeah she starts singing and he's like hey that's pretty good and then she starts singing and next thing you know they're on like a, a cg like horse-drawn carriage scene i'm like what the yeah. fu- what am i watching anymore like yeah, i don't know what it, it is gets, happening it's really out there really quickly and then like when they're on the they're on the tower whatever you call that thing that they're watching the fireworks from like the lighthouse and like when yusuke gets up there does he not i'm pretty sure he just shoves them both off of the tower yes! and i'm like <laughs> yes god damn it he literally <laughs> throws them off the tower he's like, like what you like you literally just killed two of your best friends <laughs> yeah you killed one of your friends and like uh, the girl you said that you liked that you literally chased a train on foot for yeah thank god they hit the Holy water shit. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but man, I was like, brother, <laughs> you need to calm down. <laughs> My brother in Christ, calm down, please. <laughs> it is yeah, this sh- movie just fucking takes a hard left turn. And then I don't I think they're in the water and then something happens to cause the time to go back again. Um mm-hmm. and that's when the train like takes a different route and like goes mm-hmm. across like this the water and like enters this dome thing i don't this is where it gets yeah, they're, 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 yeah they're in like their bubble that's like their own world that they can create and they're gonna stay together but then like they don't yeah they they're, so they're like in like it's the same town i think but it's like it's like a biodome kind of situation oh yeah because like the drunk guy yeah the drunk the drunk guy from the beginning is like oh i'm gonna use the he like he's the one who fucks up their world because like he uses the marble as like a firework as like a, a way to charge the fireworks or First whatever all, can we just talk about how like the guy who's in charge of the fireworks is a total just drunk the entire time and i'm like well, is no like, one like him? why are we having this festival and having this this is the guy we chose to hire to run well, this from what i understand most firework operators like you're you can't be hired unless you're just hammered <laughs> drunk um but also too cody I think we have a new job. We could be firework operators. I'm fucking, hey, sign me up. Resume is in hand. But what what I did know, what I remember earlier when they introduced this guy, like our kids are just hanging out with this fucking drunk dude at a bar asking him if the fucking fireworks are round or flat. And he's just like, whatever. (laughs) They're flat. And the guy's like, I told you. Yeah. And they like take his word. His word is law, by the way. Kids are like, oh, this guy's an expert, clearly. He's an adult who can buy alcohol. When you're that young, his word is law. 
yeah, when in this dome bubble world type thing, he launches or he uses the the time traveling marble as a he thinks it's like a mortar shell. Yeah. And uh basically this is what crumbles their little like sanctuary that they've created like their own like they're this is where they're going to run away together. This is their world that they're going to create and then it's like And that's just kind of it. Yeah, you hear, like, you see, like, the different scenes of, like, the past that we've seen, and then you see, like, futures that we haven't seen of them on, like, dates and things like that. And Nazuna, you know, it's it's a very, like, it's a cool scene, like, animation-wise, but, like, there's no depth to this relationship between these. It seemed like they were just strangers this day earlier on. It uh, has that kind of, like, uh, what was the movie with uh, with Dustin Hoffman? Again, I'm bringing up The Recruit again. Where at the end of the movie, where they run away together and they're just kind of sitting on the bus and they just kind of have like this existential like look on their face, like "fuck, where do we go from here?" This movie felt like a lot of that, like they're just two kids with no idea what the fuck they're gonna do. Because, but guess what, Cody? We don't have to fucking worry about that because it cuts to the next day at school and teachers calling roll. And when she gets to their names, they don't say "here" or "here I am," "rock you like a hurricane," or <laughs> "present." Or whatever, or raise their hand because Cody, they're just not there. Yeah, they're just not there. So you know, I guess and we're roll credits. Yeah, when the credits rolled, I was like, wait, what? I was just like, yeah, that's the end. I... Very strange ending. Um, hopefully they're happily ever after. You know, but yeah. it, it it just it was not. It good. starts out really. It just starts so strong, then gets so the fuck out there. Yeah, like the beginning, I was like, you know what? I I don't hate this. Like, I I like this cast of characters we're meeting. You know, there's some fan service, but it's funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stuff that makes sense. Like, I mean, Chris, we've all been boys with a hot teacher. Let, let's let's not beat around the bush. Oh, here. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've had like I've had like two hot teachers in my entire school career. Like we we've been there, you know. Uh, yes. And now, granted, we've had a bunch of like grumpy old dudes too, but we're not going to talk about those guys. Um, God, those are the worst. But it, and it started off like, you know, like pretty good. Like first, uh, up until he got to the hospital, and, and I thought Yusuke was setting him up with the girl. I was all in. I was like, this is great. I, and then and it, it swan dives hard from there, doesn't it? Just which and I didn't. Dive. Yeah, and I didn't know there was going to be time traveling stuff really. Um, I, I had really not, I'd just seen this poster that's showing here on the wiki page. Um, wow. yeah, it, it just took a, a, a swan dive, like you said. And, uh, I, I yeah, think, I, mean, I, I think I would have just enjoyed like a much simpler, that. like, you know, friendly rivalry over a girl. Um, and then, you know, yeah, he just, wins her, but she's, muscle. you know, she has to move away or, you know, just something simple, you know, yeah. we don't need, we don't need time travel and. Don't really need to. Nobody cares if fireworks are round or flat. You stop yeah. asking it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and honestly, like of all the time travel animes that we've watched, Erased is probably my favorite one. Oh, it's done so well by a country mile, Chris. Yeah. I, I at least unless I'm forgetting one, let me pull up the anime rankings. Uh, I, I don't. Think I, I think Erased is absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Home run. By, uh, yeah, beyond. 
but this one just didn't do it for me. Um, yeah, you know, it's only an hour and a half. I, I definitely suggest everybody still watch it at least once. It's a movie I can yeah. watch again. It's just... I'm not going to be really... Know. I'm not going to be, like, really looking at... like It's like I'm putting it on and my eyes are closed and I'm asleep. And now that now that I talk about it out loud, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll sit through it again. Um, yeah, it's just it's 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 like it reminds me of Bubble. It's a lot of like Bubble. Like it's just cool to look at, but I I'm good. I don't need to watch it again. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just a one and done. Um, and, but but also too to be fair, these are ones that were just added to Netflix. So I think we got we got caught off guard by the new Shine, by the new movie Shine, which you know is yeah. fine. Whatever. Yeah, I, need, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't regret watching these two movies. No. So we we, we kind of nominated, but they were in the same nomination pool. We just picked them because we knew we got a little vacation action coming up. So I, I don't hate that I watched them both. I just, I think I just expected more out of them. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Chris, we're gonna throw it on our rankings. So where do you, where do you place fireworks on your anime movie rankings? <laughs> It's gonna be kind of low. Um, I honestly, I, I think I'm gonna rank it one spot higher than I had. I'm gonna have it just below World Heroes Mission. Okay, so it is. You're saying it's better than Afro Samurai Resurrection? What a yeah. what a feat that yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's better than that. I still think even with our cross country bro, Bohemian Rhapsody trip, I think um, World Heroes Mission is a little bit better. It's not as bad as the Seven Deadly Sins movies or the Eden to the East movies or whatever those fucking things were called. Yeah. Um, for me, it's going to be right below Bubble. It's going to be my fifth worst movie we've covered. Obviously, yeah. below Eden of the East and Seven Deadly Sins movies, of course. Um, those are dog shit. Um, yeah. I would much rather watch this than those. Though. That's, That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, I think my big toss-up is between Bubble and this. And I think Bubble just looked cooler. Yeah, um, I think the parkour scenes were at least fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's where at least because at least Bubble is a movie that you can cut the volume off and just have on like his background noise and ju- or like his background like viewing, and at least you'll see some cool stuff happening with like the parkour and shit. Right. Um. But yeah, that's that's our. So we are thirty movies in. 30. Yeah. 29. I believe it's 30. Oh, 29? Oh, no, 30. 30. That was our 30th film that we've covered. Of course, we are covering our 31st film uh, yeah, next this week. This one is a slam dunk. A fucking slam dunk. Because we are doing, because again, because we're going to be recording early and we just needed something in a pinch, we are going to go ahead and do Spirited Away. The Miyazaki classic. The Academy Award winning Miyazaki classic. Yeah, just the, the, what really helped anime get to the Western market. Agreed. And I remember seeing this movie in theaters multiple times. Oh my god, I fell. I love this movie. Yeah, unfortunately, Cody, I, I didn't. I didn't get to movie. see it on its original run here. Um, but mm-hmm. usually on like the Studio Ghibli like summer thing that they do at like local theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. I've definitely caught this. I've caught most of the Ghibli movies in theaters at this point. Just a lot mm-hmm. of them again not unreleased. Not on yeah. release day. Um, yeah, looking forward to covering another another Miyazaki movie. And then after that, of course, we mentioned last week, we're going to be diving back into Demon Slayer. So we're going to do the Mugen Train arc. And then Can't the wait. entertainment arc. 
Um, so we won't have a poll for uh, at least probably a few, a least two, while. Two, two weeks, and then we'll have a poll. Um, on the plus side, there's nothing but bangers coming. We know, we know the next few weeks are going to be exciting. Absolutely. And uh, you know, I thought this was going to be a hit, Chris. I thought we were. Well, but I thought both of these were going to be at least better than what they were. Um, maybe we've just been, maybe we were just watching too much good stuff in the past, and we. We're expecting more out of these. I don't know. Well, and I, I think I think that's partially right. I think our expectations were maybe a little high. Um, but I also I am starting to think also that maybe a lot of these. I I I think, or I like to think that a movie. If I don't like a movie, what am I trying to say? If I don't like something, it's not because it's bad. It's because it's just not. For me, I'm not the person intended this movie's intended for. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. And I think that's 100% the case with Bubble. And I think there are, some, again, there are some very, very relatable things here in Fireworks. Like, again, the the new dad, the moving away, the, you know, the schoolhouse love, the, uh, you know, the picking the girl over your boys and the, the, the ramifications you have to, you know, deal with with that. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you found more good in it than than I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm um, no regrets of watching the film. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. are just we are just moving on to greener pastures, though. Chris. We are going to we're turning on our HBO Max accounts. We're putting it on uh, Spirited Away. That's right. That's right. Spirited Away with some Demon Slayer right behind it. So again, no, nothing but hits. Yes. Yeah, so Oh, go ahead. You know, and I and I, and I, know I'm I know I've got some things on some upcoming polls that I know I want to nominate. Like I know I want to nominate the Berserk Golden Arc movies. Um, I know I want to nominate. Um, I I really I, maybe I'll wait for the season to finish. But I keep hearing nothing but awesome things about Spy Family. Yep, yep, I've heard that too. Um, so I definitely want to watch that. I've actually I have actually stayed away from watching it because I know that's something we're probably going to cover very soon. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about that. I've, I've been hearing a lot of my friends and like people I just I, I I'm a near talk about Baki, um, mm-hmm. which when I watched Baki, I it was just over the top fight scenes and I just kind of laughed a lot of it. Uh, maybe it gets like maybe the story picks up. I don't know. So maybe Baki maybe. might get on a, might find its way back onto some polls. It's been a long time since I nominated that. Yeah, we've um, got that. We've got Rise of Shield Hero, which yeah, I hear also, is very very good. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard Doctor Stone. Um, there's just there's so, so much anime to watch. Um, Chris, we're, we're, we're meeting up in Orlando, man. We are we are one week away, Chris. I will literally be on... a week at this point. A week from now, I should be bellied up to some bar or damn near close to it because I, I will because de- I'm driving this time and I'll um, have just because I'll have a whiskey and coke on the plane. <laughs> damn right, damn right. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving this time. I got a couple couple friends that are coming with, so just because I want to like carry more things than like a small bag to squeeze on an airplane, so and nothing it's nothing wrong with a road trip, Chris. Exactly, it's, it's all a straight shot, and that way also too, because there's like 15 of us at this Airbnb, so having a second car to fucking drive around in is going to be pretty critical. Yeah, absolutely, going to come in huge. Um, yeah. Yeah, guys, that's that's gonna do it for this week. Uh, Chris, I got nothing else. You got anything before we close out here? 
No, man, just uh, ready to get back into some some known known bangers. Um, you know, we definitely went out on a, on a limb with these two movies this past week. I don't regret watching them. They were fine. Um, just not for me. So we'll see. Uh, we got some tried and trues coming up, and I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to dive back into some fucking berserk manga. And I am ready for some Demon Slayer Entertainment arc. That way, I can. Oh my god, I can't. Finally, and then these. I can log into Twitter again because I haven't been there god, in a minute. They're so good. <laughs> Dude, they're yeah. so these. You know Mugen Train is good because you saw the movie, but I like the Rengoku episode is very is very solid. Gives us a little bit more insight into the character, and the entertainment arc is just good. It's just good television. I can't wait to dive into that. But uh, yeah. yeah, guys, I am Cody Snodgrass. I am Chris Adams, and cheers as always. <laughs>